What's up, boys? Welcome back to another episode of What the Puck. We are now on episode 10. I'm your host, Johnny D'Amico. And today we have a bit of a shorter episode. Been dealing with a lot of uh, personal stuff this week. But I did want to get a recording out, so no fear. We're going to get right into it. And you know what? I got this idea. Um, I, so first off, I love to say I love watching other podcasts out there, like all the uh, top podcasts um, for hockey especially like uh, Puck Soup, uh, Spittin' Chicklets, which is my favorite, by the way. Go go listen to them. They are the, uh, not only do they have the entertainment, but they um, they they have the uh, hockey knowledge too. And I love how they do this because I was literally thinking, you know what, let me start uh, naming some people whenever they get a milestone uh, with, and I did see they, they actually did it. I was actually, when I was uh, doing this uh, episode, I was like, huh, you know, there's some uh, milestones coming up for the 1,000 game mark. And then I listened to their video. I'm like, oh, they did it. So they get the credit first, even though I was planning it. But we're going to start here. We do have two players to uh, mention here. It's more of a tribute to them. Uh, So first off, the first guy I want to mention, Mark Giordano, the first ever captain of the Seattle Kraken, made a milestone by playing his 1,000th game. So congratulations to him. This guy has been... I mean, wow, he, he turned from an undrafted player They when he's um, signed with Calgary uh, back in, I think he first played in the 05 season, so he signed back then on a tryout, and it, it, it didn't really stop since. The, actually, the only time it stopped is when he had the uh, contract dispute with Calgary. I don't know, the Flames, fan, Flames fans uh, remember back in the day when the, he went to go play in the KHL for a little while. Um because they had a big contract dispute since the uh, owners were uh, were very uh, cheap, I'd say. Very cheap. But, you know, he did end up uh, signing with the Flames. And he did play most of his career with the Flames. So, congrats to him. He played 16 seasons, I believe. Or is this year number 17 he's in the lead? I got to actually look this up. Um, sorry, I have a... If I sound pretty hoarse, it's because my allergies are killing me right now. So, it is very hard to... Pronounce, enunciate my words, but this is season number. Hold up, we got one, two. Well, he played his. Okay, so he played seven games in that year, so I'm not even gonna really count that. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So this is basically his fifteenth uh, season. His uh, first ever with Seattle, obviously, is they're an expansion team, but he played fourteen seasons with the Calgary Flames. So kudos to the hit to them. He had over 500 points in his career, and he's still not done. He's still 38 year old, and there was possibility that this guy might get traded at the trade deadline. Now there are a bunch of teams that can trade for Mark Giordano. He's still I don't want to say I don't want to make the claim that he's fallen off because he is on a bad team. The Kraken are one of the worst teams in the NHL. That makes sense because. Uh, they're just an expansion team, so it's their first year. Not everyone is Vegas, but so it's going to be a little bit of a process to build that team up. But according to reports, uh, Seattle GM Ron Francis had a sit-down with uh, the captain, Mark Giordano, and it turns out in the conclusion that Mark Giordano would like to be traded to a cup contender, not that he doesn't like Seattle, but he would like to be a uh, on a cup-winning team, and Seattle is just obviously not there. 
and there's been some teams that have had interest, but I think the most perfect sense, and it would be a great story too, is the return to the Calgary Flames for Mark Giordano. That's right. I, I said it when I, I, it was an episode or two ago, so it was about a week or two ago, I said Calgary does need a puck-moving defenseman to upgrade, and that's pretty much the only upgrade I do. Well, why not bring your former captain back? I, I know uh, Living Tree didn't want to uh, make this guy available for the Kraken to take, but he kind of was uh, forced a little. But how about you give up a mid-round pick or a decent prospect for uh, to get your, your your old captain back? I, I would do that in a heartbeat if I were the uh, Calgary Flames. And I hope uh, I hope they do get him. I it wouldn't take much to uh, it would not take much to get him at all. And he, you know, for those who don't know how good he was, just remember this guy won the Norris in twenty nineteen, and he he was in his mid thirties then. So you know he's he still has a decent amount of hockey in him. He's not he's not getting uh, injured all the time. You know he's he he's a great leader. You can ask any one on the flames that's played with him for that uh long and right now his uh points this season he's got 23 points and he averages about 21 a little over 21 minutes a game uh, of ice time Uh, unless i'm mistaken on the point totals maybe i am we can actually double check that excuse me i don't have the stats in front of me but i should have the stats in front of me silly me he still has twenty three, yeah, twenty three points uh, ahead of him. I had that in my notes. That's why, but he has he and he's he's a minus twenty two. But I'm not gonna look at plus minus with that that team. That's not uh, fair to judge him on that. So we'll move on to the next guy that reached the a thousand game mark since the last podcast episode, and that was the Wayne Train Simmons. That's right, Mister Wayne Simmons played a thousand games as a Toronto Ma- uh, Maple Leaf. Now this guy. He's a but much different uh, player than Giordano. Obviously, he plays forward, different, obviously different position. But I, I remember this guy back in the day when he was a Philadelphia Flyer. That's when he, uh, that's when he was at his peak with the uh, his career. He started in L.A. obviously with the Kings, and then he was in that big trade that sent. I think it was. I think he, it was like him and Shen that went to the flyers and i think they is that that might be the deal they either i can't remember if it was jeff carter or mike maybe it was mike richards that sent back to la but that's where uh wayne simmons played his most of his career he's one of the premier power forwards of the game he was a, a really aggressive player can throw the body he was a net front presence it was very difficult to stop him on the power play he, he was very good at, around the uh crease and around um uh, just just a lot to handle uh, he, he didn't really, he wasn't one of those guys where he had a great shot or like a, the fastest guy out there, but he was a really gritty guy and he could score goals, man. He, let me tell you, this guy always found a way to put the buck, put the puck in the back of the net. And right now, I, I mean, the Leafs are in a playoff spot and this guy's perfect for them. Perfect bottom six player because they do need grit. He's mentally tough. He works hard. He has plenty of playoff experience, and hopefully the Leafs will get past the first round this year. And also, he's a fighter. He's their. T- he's probably their toughest guy on the team. You know, this guy has no fear whatsoever, and it's pretty impressive. You know, the way some of these guys play and make it to a thousand games. You know, it's not easy to do. So, kudos to uh, Wayne Simmons for getting uh, the, uh, getting to this uh, milestone. Uh, he, I, I know he's uh, not the player he once was, obviously. But I don't really think that. <coughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure that doesn't uh, 
attest to how great uh, great this guy was. He's, his uh, career total is he's got 521 career points, 262 goals, 259 assists, so he's pretty much almost even. And the penalty minutes, he's got over 1,000, 1,219. And, yeah, because uh, this guy could drop the gloves, and uh, he's one of the tougher customers out there. So congrats to Giordano. Congrats to uh, Wayne Simmons. And now... On to the next topic. We're going to spend time uh, about talking about probably the best team in the NHL right now uh, based on point totals, I believe. If I could actually take a look at the NHL standings to see where we're at. But, yeah, are they still number one overall? I believe they are. Let's just take a double check in the East. Yeah, they're, they're still number one. The Colorado Avalanche at 87 points. Man, have they taken off. Oh, boy. Okay. So... The only team that I see that actually can probably give them a run for their money right now in this Western Conference is the Calgary Flames, which they actually just beat them a couple days ago, so how ironic. Uh, that's because the Calgary has turned on the switch. But And that would be actually a great Western Conference final, the uh, Flames and the Avalanche. Man, that would probably be the uh, best matchup right now. But one thing I have to say, let's first talk about the... Uh, this guy, Kale McCarr, who's having a fucking another Norris-type season. And I know, I know that the, it, at first I thought it was a horse race between a couple of defensemen. I threw McCarr in there, Hedman, Ekblad, Fox. There, and there, there are some other ones, too, that maybe, maybe I'm not even just thinking of. But I think I can uh, pencil in Kale McCarr for the uh, Norris Trophy uh, <coughs> candidate this year. Excuse me, guys. He is by far the best defenseman right now. I don't know if he's going to win the uh, Hart Trophy because there's actually some Hart. He might get some Hart consideration, but he's definitely uh, he's even in that conversation. So I think the last guy to win the Hart Trophy as a defenseman had to be was it? I believe it was Pronger. Pronger did it uh, way back, way back. I don't think anyone else has done it since him. But Makar is uh, having an unreal uh, year, and I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon he so he's he just continues to score goals put up points and then he just keeps the uh, puck out of the net too so it's like even that's the uh bonus for him and this guy it's it's so crazy because usually you know defensemen aren't supposed to be as fast as him but the way he skates up and down the ice is he he really is one of the fastest players in the game and it's kind of scary it kind of is not kind of it is scary to see how he can control a game as a defenseman. What his stats right now, he's got 65 points in 54 games, which is unfucking real. 21 goals, 44 assists. And he's he also does a great job keeping the puck out of that. It's not just the uh the offense. He he can play against the top players. You know, he's not the biggest guy, but his hockey IQ is really up there. He he plays a hell of, he plays about 25 minutes a game just just on an average. And that's that's not even an overestimate. This guy literally, you know, always uh, sound positionally. Never really, uh, even though he does take chances, he's not really a guy that you have to worry about uh, being a liability out there. And let me let me tell you another thing with Makar. I don't think he's going to s- slow down anytime soon. His age is what what's really on his side. He's I think twenty. I want to, he's 23 right now, so he is, he's not slowing down anytime soon. That's great for the abs that he's 23. My God, he's going to be there for the next 10, 15 years. 
as his fucking uh, defenseman uh, winning a lot of Norris is going to be a great battle for a Norris trophy every year with him. And he's only he's only been in the uh, NHL for a few years now. He's not even, uh, you know, this veteran, which is crazy. And, you know, I really hope that uh, McCarr just keeps on doing what he's doing. And then how about this guy, His probably his partner or one of the other top two defensemen that they got. And the, the Islanders are, are the stupidest New York team for fucking trading this guy away. Devon Taves. Yeah, how about this guy? Basically stolen from the Islanders. Remember the Islanders? They had they had a bit of a cap issue, and they were trying to get make some room. Well, they trade. They chose to trade away this guy, and oh my god, he's so underappreciated, and he's just as good as Kale. I don't want to say good as Kale McCarr, but he's good as any top two defenseman in the game. He's a top two defenseman in his world, and he's perfect. So, Devon Taves, he is more the uh, shutdown guy. Uh, but he can contribute offensively, and you know, I hate to I hate to you know make it seem like the Avs are unbeatable, but they might have the best defensive core in the NHL. When you have this guy as your second best defenseman, he's at like a I think. <coughs> excuse me, guys. Oof. Plus minus rating for him plus forty four for him, which is unreal. He's he's been absolutely fan fucking tastic. How does someone as good as Makar get another guy who is so underappreciated for, not just underappreciated, but so good as him to, you know, to play alongside of him? Or, and, and it's the perfect uh, combo, too, because Devon Taves, you know, he can really shut down guys. He's, you know, he's got a, he's got a good, uh, he, I don't want to say he's that puck moving defense, but he's that two-way defense and that steady guy. You know, he, he... He checks. He checks people the right way. He play. He can pe- kill penalties, and he can uh, play the power play too. He takes guys out of the game, so he, he the the fit there is just unbelievable. And Colorado has to be eating this up that they gave up only two second.